you've been enjoying this series, Increasing Prayer Around You, as we are just trying to get to the place where we're more alert in our prayer life. Do we believe that this is time for testimonies, a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit? I really believe that as we align ourselves, you know, in the place of prayer, we will see incredible favor of Yehovah and we'll start to experience these surprises that the Father sets up for us. You know, we serve a living God and what does he like to do? He likes to bless his children and he wants to bless us to be a blessing. So that's what we're doing here today. We're here today just to get uh, to the place where we press in. Do we believe that we can receive whatever we ask for in prayer. Do you believe it? You know, do we do we move in the the realm of prayer in the place of belief or are we just sending up a prayer and just hoping it will get somewhere? Oh God, I hope you hear my prayer. Listen, he hears your prayer. We don't have to be um, wondering if Yehovah hears your prayers. He knows what you're going to pray even before you pray him. He is all over you. He knows what's going on in your life and he wants to bless you. And tonight we're going to talk about a bit of scripture from uh, from home, <laughs> about Kasaria. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking about Kasaria tonight. And uh, what a blessing it is to be based here in Kasaria. Some of you call it Caesarea. What's amazing about this place, this is where the outpouring of the Spirit took place. And the message went to the nations. Hallelujah. So we're excited about uh, this portion of Scripture. Um, Russell, welcome in Liverpool. Good to see you. Shalom, shalom. Thanks for joining. We've got Christine as well. Landis, thanks for joining in Pennsylvania. Good to see you. Hallelujah. If you're just tuning in on a podcast as well, welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, This is a live feed. You won't be listening to it live right now, but I hope you enjoy this message tonight. And if you have prayer requests, uh, you can send them into Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com and connect with us on bulldozerfaith.com. Thanks for joining with us. Okay, we've got New Day coming in as well. Shalom, shalom. Good to see you in North Carolina. All right, Judy's joining. Welcome, Judy. Hello, hello. Okay, so we're starting to come in. It's 5.44 on the east coast of America. It's quarter to one in the morning here in Israel, and we are just warming up. (laughs) You know, someone asked me, do you ever sleep? You know, sometimes, yes. Uh, At least four hours when I try to, uh, you know, do this uh, strange thing called sleeping. You know, when we're living in the kingdom, we're not going to be sleeping. I'm just trying to practice for what that day looks like, you know. We want to get on with the the word and, and minister and make a difference for Yehovah. Okay, let's come to the place of prayer. Then we're just going to start. Okay, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. Father, will you help us truly understand what it means to walk in the spirit? Forgive us, Father, when we walk in the flesh. Forgive us when we close our eyes spiritually and we're not looking and listening to what you are saying because we have an agenda of things that we want to accomplish. Forgive us, Father, when we step off track 
And we ask you, Father, that in this time tonight, you will bring supernatural alignment to our life. We trust you. We need you. And as we come together corporately, we come together and we ask as the body of Messiah that you will minister to us and uh, speak into our lives. So every person that is listening, every person that's watching will be blessed and encouraged and will walk away from this time uh, just supernaturally transformed. Because we do not want to remain the same. We want to be transformed with the renewing of our mind. We want to be changed. We want to move from glory to glory. We want to come into a deeper relationship with you. We cancel the assignments of the enemy right now in Yeshua's name. We say to Hasatan, you have no place in our lives We say our minds are free in Yeshua's name. Uh, You know, we put the weed killer out to destroy all the seeds the enemy is planting in our minds. And we are not going to take responsibility for the enemy's uh, uh, thoughts that he is placing in our minds. And Father, we ask that our mind will not be a playground of evil, but it will be an incubator of of great things for you, Father, that seeds will be planted that will grow and bear an incredible harvest for the purpose of the kingdom of Yehovah. So we press into you right now, and we we just thank you, and we say, have your way within our lives in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome, Jerry. Welcome, Cassandra. Thanks for joining with us. Good to have you with us. All right. So like I said, we're going to share from a portion of Scripture in uh, Acts chapter 10. And I just want to read a bit of this Scripture, and then we're going to pause and go back to the beginning of Acts. And, uh, you know, what am I trying to tell you where I'm going to go? I've got no idea where I'm going to go. (laughs) We're just going to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10, verse 1. At... uh, At Caesarea, right here where we are, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as an Italian regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to Elohim regularly. One day about three in the afternoon, uh, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of Elohim who came to him and said, Cornelius, I'm telling you, the Father knows your name. He knows your name. When he sends these angels, he they know your name. They know who you are. Cornelius uh, uh, stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, uh, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before Elohim. Let me say that again. Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before Elohim. This is why we want to come to the place of prayer, because the Father wants you to know that your prayers are being answered. When you pray, pray with the expectation of answered prayer. You know, you know, I don't doubt for one second when I come to the place of prayer, when I'm laying hands on the sick, I don't doubt for one second. I know that it's not by what I feel. 
You know, oh, you know, when I laid hands on this person, you know, I felt the power of God moving. Let me tell you something. How many miracles have I witnessed in the last 30-odd years when I've been laying my hands on people and I feel absolutely nothing? And I'm like, oh, well, that's a waste of time. <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone relates. And you leave and you think nothing happened. And then you discover later that, you know, when that person went to sleep, you know, look, in my ministry, when I'm traveling, th- this is reality. We, we minister and pray for so many people for healing. And the testimonies that come in, they don't get healed when we're praying, but they wake up the next day supernaturally healed. Um, I want to share a testimony when I was on uh, Planting Seeds of Light tour in the UK. Uh, we ministered, I think it was in Birmingham, and uh, when I was in this, the, a few groups came together in Birmingham in the UK, and, you know, just as we got to the end, I said, listen, if you're sick, I just want you to place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick, and we just proclaim supernatural healing over your life right now, and we just ministered in prayer, and listen, if you're sick right now, you're tuned in, you're watching right now, and you're sick, let, let's do this, come on, we believe in the power of the gospel. We believe that in Yeshua's name, all things are possible. And we come against sickness and dis-ease. So if you're sick, just place your hands on the power of your body right now. Father, we just want to come together and release your healing power right now. Father, that you will bring forth supernatural healing into our lives right now. Just place your hands. We, we speak a, speeding, a speedy recovery in Yeshua's name. We curse dis-ease right now in Yeshua's name. By his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we walk in the victory in Messiah. Hallelujah. Stand on it. Come on. Father, we ask for a supernatural miracle. We're not asking for a feeling. We're asking for healing and deliverance in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. You know, there's someone got their hands on their mind as they are praying. And the Father says, he is supernaturally transforming your life. Over these coming months, you will you will have to take a stand back. And the joy of the Lord will be so strong in your life as you look at the incredible transformation that you're witnessing within your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for words of knowledge. Thank you for insight and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So, yeah, I was telling you about, uh, you know, we're in Birmingham in the UK on tour. And, uh, you know, people got up all over the meeting. They were placing their hands on their body where they were sick. And, um, you know, after the meeting, we left. Anyway, about three or four days later, we were maybe 60 miles away at another location uh, maybe it was a week or so. I don't know how long later. But anyway, it was within the 21 days I was on tour. And this couple showed up at this meeting all excited. And they showed up like an hour before the start of the meeting. And, uh, you know, they came in and said, oh, we, you know, we've got to see you. We've got to talk to you. I'm like, what's going on? They said, oh, we want to tell you about the miracle, how uh, my husband was supernaturally healed. And the husband's like, yeah, this is incredible. You know, he he had such a, a bad injury of nerves trapped or something in his back and his muscles. He could not even dress himself. 
his wife had to dress him every morning and, and help undress him in the evenings. That's how much pain and how locked up this gentleman was. And uh, he said, after we prayed, you know, he didn't even, he didn't feel that much, but he woke up the next morning, he got up, he got dressed, walked into the kitchen, made himself a cup of coffee, and uh, was sitting down eating his breakfast, and his wife walked in and said, what are you doing? <laughs> she said, do you have another woman? <laughs> and he's, he's, he doesn't know what she's talking about, and, and he's like, you know, what, what are you talking about? She said, how did you get dressed? And he's like, wow, I didn't think about it. <laughs> I just got up and got dressed. And, you know, I'm not sure how long it was, if it was a number of months or a year that his wife had been dressed. And I need to go back and listen to the testimony uh, again. I just It's just coming to me as, as we're talking. Um, so, you know, I can't remember all the details of the timing, but, you know, this was uh, uh, something that was going on for a while. Anyway, he was supernaturally healed. He could not believe it. He woke up and his mindset was changed, not just his healing. His mindset was changed. He got up and got dressed and didn't even think for one second that he was disabled. He didn't even think for one minute that he couldn't get dressed. He just got up, got dressed, and he wasn't even thinking about the miracle. He wasn't even thinking about the prayer the day before. And look, this is what I love about the Holy Spirit. He does a work within our lives. And because of the glory of Yehovah on our lives, and we're so focused in his presence, we're so focused in prayer. We're so focused in walking in faith that we forget about our limitations. We forget about the things that we've been told we cannot do. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's some uh, people that are tuning in right now, and you need to hear this. You've been so focused on what's going on in your life and the sicknesses, and you're just meditating on everything and how bad it is, what's happening. The Father says, be supernaturally delivered right now, that as we delve into his presence, as we press in, the Father knows your need, and He's going to come forth with the answer. He's going to come forth with the blessing. This is the hour. This is the hour for us to walk in the blessing. And what are we seeing? We are seeing that Cornelius here in Caesarea, what's happening within his life, his prayers and his gifts to the poor are coming up as a memorial offering before Yehovah, before Elohim. This is amazing. You, how effective is your prayer life? How effective, you know, if you could understand the importance of praying. As I take time to pray over those who join us each day, some join us each week or from time to time, some are here faithfully every single day. Um, you know, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how I do it, but here we are. We're here every single day pressing into his presence. And, you know, I just want to tell you that, you know, there's changes happening within our lives that we'll look back in a few months and go, wow, <laughs> look what Yehovah has done. Because we're going to lose connection with, uh, the, you know, the flesh. We're going to lose connection with all of the... Um, uh, uh, 
assignments of the enemy to push you down, to stop you moving forward. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're, we're going to walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. We're going to press forward in Yeshua's name. And we are not going to be subject to what doctors say. We are not going to be subject to the physical limitations within our body. We proclaim supernatural deliverance and healing. What's it going to take, Father, for us to see your glory? What's it going to take? And listen, I want you to get to the place tonight where you recognize that prayer is so important. You know, and also our actions. How are we giving? Are we giving to the needs of others? Are we ministering to the poor that we have amongst us? You know, if we see a need, do do we just think, ah, someone else has got to meet that need? Listen, you might be in a place where you see needs and you have tons of needs yourself. And the Father says, I want you to give in this area. I want you to support. I want you to help this person at this time. And in the natural, you say, well, you know, that's pretty much all I have. And the Father says, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. You know, you, you look at Elijah and, and the widow and her son, you know, where she's just, you know, coming to get a few sticks just to make her last cake, uh, you know, to, to eat and, and die. And Elijah says, you know, make make a little uh, 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 bread bun for me and you're going to be blessed. And that's what that's what happened. She made that little cake for him, as it says in, uh, in Kings. And uh, what took place after that? The provision and the blessing went on all the way through to the end of the famine. In the midst of the famine, this is what I want to prophesy. This is what I want to say. In the midst of the famine, in the midst of COVID-19, and you think, how am I going to get through this? How are we going to get out the other side? How do we get out of these lockdowns? How do we how do we get uh, back to the place where we uh, can be effective in the marketplace and have our jobs back and, and, and just be in the community and be everything the Father has called us to be? How do we sell our products in the midst of this lockdown? We say, Father, will you make a way? And just as the the widow and our son were taken care of, I want you to know the Father is going to take care of you. This is the time of blessing and supernatural deliverance. Why? We are not part of the economy of this world. (laughs) Oh yes, my feet are on the ground in this world and yes there's so much trying to affect me but in the midst of these effects I'm seeking to align myself in the spirit I'm making a decision which economy I'm going to be connected to what economy are you choosing I want to be connected to the kingdom of Yehovah and what did we read yesterday you know we read from Matthew chapter 6 hallelujah and you know we're just talking about the Lord's prayer and you know Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. First we lift up his name. Never be in a place where you're so miserable and mourning and complaining that you're not lifting up the name of Yehovah. We lift up your name. We hallowed your name. Hallelujah. We hallowed your name. (coughs) Your kingdom come. Your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Let me tell you something. I'm proclaiming over my life, over your life, everyone who's watching and listening, I'm proclaiming over your life, 
as it is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. We are releasing the kingdom economy, the promises of the kingdom (coughs) over our lives right now in Yeshua's name. We break the spirit of delay. Be broken in Yeshua's name. We release the outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh. We proclaim this. Give us this day our daily bread. Father, we call on you for daily bread. We call on you, not from bread from this world, hallelujah, but it's supernatural. Here's the bread. It's the Word. It's the Scriptures. It's the Torah. We want to participate. We want to delve in and take hold of the words of Elohim and see them manifest within our lives. So we partake of a different food. You know, look what happened when Elijah ate angel food, the food that the angels provided. He ran like crazy, you know. He had a supernatural journey. Why? If you partake of the bread of heaven, your energy will be supernaturally changed. You are not going to be the same. You're not going to walk the same. You're not going to think the same. What you see, your vision will be different. Everything about you is going to change. So come on, we've got to stand in that place and say, Father, I want the economy of heaven. So what are we doing? We're increasing prayer around us. Increase prayer around you. Take responsibility of increasing the prayer around you. Welcome, John, in the UK. We've got B in Texas. Uh, We've got uh, D as well in California. Welcome. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining with us. Um, we've got Jerry. Did I say hi to you, Jerry? We've got Tony. <laughs> Welcome. Good to see you all. So we're pressing in. We want to see the kingdom economy. We want to, uh, you know, connect with what is happening in the heavenly realm. It says in the book of Ephesians that every blessing is given to us in the heavenly realm. Hallelujah. So we're not going to be limited. You know, we're not going to slow down. You know, what what I love about these times of delay, these times where we can't get out and we can't do things, it's time for preparation. And that this is what we've got to do. We have got to prepare. We've got to prepare. So if you're restricted in the things that you can do right now, my encouragement is that you will get to the place of prayer to inquire of Yehovah. It's so important that we get aligned in the Spirit for such a time as this. So Cornelius, back in Acts chapter 10, what we are seeing in his life, uh, we are seeing... Hold on. Get some air happening in here. We're seeing that the the Father is recognizing his prayer life and and recognizing how he is ministering to the poor. And what does it really represent? The Father is, is receiving his prayers as a memorial offering because he is consistently disciplined in setting his face towards Yehovah. And if we will be in the place of prayer, just like we see at the beginning of of Acts, what did Yeshua say? Don't leave Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. Stay. Stay. Why? It's, you know, where where is it? Do not leave Jerusalem. It's verse uh, 4 of Acts 1. Do not leave Jerusalem 
but wait for the gift of the Father that he has promised, which you have heard me speak about. You know, we have got to wait. Hallelujah. We receive the baptism, the mikvah of the Holy Spirit, and of fire. We are proclaiming victory in Messiah. And you know, when the outpouring of the Spirit came, you know, many people think it happened in an upper room, but I don't believe that at all. They're at the place of prayer because of the hour, because it was a feast day, and also because so many people were responding to them, and so many people were hearing uh, the gospel being proclaimed in their own language. You know, that's not going to happen if you're behind closed doors in your upper room. That's not what's happening. This is a mighty outpouring of the Spirit with tongues of fire above their heads. Man, this is not the birth of the church. That's not what it's about. But it's renewing of the covenant of the ketubah that we see in the book of Exodus chapter 19 and 20, the giving of the commandments. Hallelujah. We need the Ruach HaKodesh. We need the Holy Spirit to live this life. Thank you, Father. So what happens to Cornelius? You know, he's in awe. He's like in fear. What's happening? Verse 4, he's just like, whoa, what's going on? Cornelius, uh, you know, he stared at him in fear. The angel, angel said, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come before me as a memorial offering before Elohim. Now send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon who is called Peter. Listen, we need assignments in the Spirit. Listen to what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying. Listen to the assignments in the Spirit because when the Father starts uh, communicating with us and ministering to us, he's going to give you assignments. As I'm working on projects over these last few weeks and, you know, I'm recognizing the times that we come together in prayer and business and and just in, in, in uh, tasks that the Father has me doing each day right now in preparation and contracts and different things that I'm developing uh, for projects. You know, there's such an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that, you know, I'm writing something and then all of a sudden revelation is coming forth and we start to see how the Father is painting the picture, how he is preparing things before us, the divine appointments, the holy assignments, the connections, and everything that the Father is doing, and how he will speed up your destiny. He'll speed up the blessings upon your life. And the Father is rewarding Cornelius for his stand and his walk and his actions. You know, I wrote something down uh, just when I was when I was out uh, with the Kelev, with the dog Joey Jack Russell tonight uh, before this uh, this time here, you know the father said this. He just gave me this these couple of words: "Get out and walk with Elohim. Get out and walk with Elohim." We have got to get to the place where we get out of what? Well, what do we need to get out of? Some of you need to get out of yourself. You're so self-conscious, you're so self-focused that you you know you know you're spending your time looking at your belly button trying to work out your life and the father says lift up your eyes, you know, stop looking down thinking me 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 me. Lift up your eyes and get out of yourself and and live for him. You know, we don't have to worry about what people think about us. We don't have to worry about what's going on. Listen, I'm telling you, we are living in such a cruel 
world. I just had a a, a message, and I'm not going to share who it was from. From uh, someone sent me an email and just encouraged with the broadcast and things that we're doing, and said, you know, how other believers have. Uh, you know, violated them in such terrible ways, and 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 try to destroy their character, and 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 destroying any ability for them to fellowship with others. When the cry of their heart is to walk in unity in the body of Messiah, you know, wh- what have we come to? You know, if we can't even fellowship with other believers, what have we come to? Why are we shooting? the wounded in the heart. Why are we doing this? You know, what is going on? Come on. As the body of Messiah, can we rise up and minister to the hearts, to to the broken hearts, minister to the needs? You know, there's David. You know, he, he gets anointed king. Hallelujah. What a great service. You know, amazing time. Jesse and all his brothers are, are all like, wow. You know, Samuel's anointed David. This is amazing. Our brother David's going to be the king of Israel. Wow, this is amazing. Then 15 years of hell. And when David is out there on the on the backside of the desert in the middle of nowhere, guess who his 400 men were? Who were they? They were the rejects. They were the people that everyone's like, you're just not important. We don't care about you. You know, we're throwing you out. We're not connecting with you. You have no place to go. And where are they? Out there in the wilderness. And I just have a word for you right now. If you found yourself out there in the wilderness, in a place where you're like, you know, why does nobody love me? Why does nobody care about me? What's happening? I want to tell you something. The Father is positioning you to connect you with real people who will walk with you. And because of the things that you have gone through, the Father is going to take what the world classes as rejects. (laughs) And and no one is a reject. You are precious in the eyes of Yehovah. It's the devil that wants to cast you off as a reject. It's it's the the flesh of sinful men and women, even if they so-called call themselves believers, even if they're even in leadership in fellowships, Listen, it's appalling if we recognize that we have mistreated someone in a way, uh, you know, that is degrading them and damaging them uh, so that they're disconnected. Then, you know, (laughs) wow, what's that? (laughs) We've got to get to that. We've got to get to a place where we will align ourselves back with the word, you know, humble ourselves before Yehovah. We've got to come and say, you know what? I'm going to get out of myself. I'm going to get out. I'm going to walk with Elohim. And I believe this is a prophetic word that I'm speaking right now. Get out of yourself. You know, you might need to write this down. <laughs> Today, I'm getting out of myself. Today, I'm, you know, for seven days, you know, why don't you try this? For seven days, I'm going to make my focus about how I am sowing into the lives of others. And I'm not looking for a reward. I'm looking to bless. For seven days, even in the midst of your pain, even in the midst of the hurts, even the emotional damage and breakdown that you have experienced, I just release the healing power of Yeshua over your life right now and say that this is a day of transformation. 
you know, I just sense right now to pray for Solomon in uh, Oregon. He's just come to my heart right now. Father, we just want to pause right now and lift up Solomon in Portland, Oregon. We just ask you to minister to him right now. I speak the strength of Yehovah over his life. I speak protection over him right now as we are having this time of fellowship together. And we just ask whatever he is going through, whatever he's facing right now, we speak blessing over him. We speak protection over him right now. We just declare a hedge of protection around him right now. Father, that you will keep him safe, that you will do a mighty work within his life, that you will bring him to the place of complete deliverance and transformation in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you're only praying because someone's asking you, but what about when the Holy Spirit prompts you to pray? You know, it's powerful. One will send a thousand to flight, two ten thousand. So, you know, right now, right there was an example of just receiving a word from the Spirit. And, and you know, we want to follow that word through with actions. We want, to, we want to speak blessing, speak the word of Yehovah. They don't need to be here. Why? We know that the Father is amazing. He's incredible. He knows what we're going through. And, and why would he rally people up to pray for someone who's not asking for prayer? Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just intervene and just fix the problem? Why, why should we pray? Well, God, if you're omnipresent, if you're just all-seeing, all-knowing, you know, you know, you're all-powerful. So, you know, why, why don't you just, uh, you know, there's Solomon there. He's just showed up. Blessings to you, brother. Thanks for joining with us tonight. I don't know if you've been here all along or if you just joined us, but I just felt the, the Father just speak, just to speak blessing into your life and, uh, and just to stand with you, you know. I don't know what you're going through, and if you want to talk about it, that's fine. And if you're, you know, I just, you know, proclaim the blessings of Yehovah over your life. Hallelujah. But why would the Father not just intervene and do something? Why does he use the body? You know, it, the answer is in the question. <laughs> we are the body. We need each other. Solomon, we need you. We love you. You are precious in the sight of Yehovah. Every single one of us that are coming together, we are the body of Messiah. If one part of the body hurts, the whole body hurts. Are we connected? You know, some of you feel like, oh, Father, I just want to be connected. And you're trying to connect with the wrong people. You're trying to connect with people who are <laughs> going in the wrong direction. You know, you already see the fruits of what's happening in their lives. And we just say, Father, will you connect us by divine appointment and holy assignment with a people uh, who will be an encouragement to me, who I can also be an encouragement to them. See, a people that we can connect with, that we can go through life together. This is what the Father desires. This is what it truly means to be the body. We are the family of Yehovah. And, you know, if we're in an environment where we are being hurt and beat up and battered, you know, that's called cancer. That's called dis-ease, right? There's something not right. This is not how we're called to treat each other. This is not how we're called to walk. And if we've gone through things, uh, you know, where, where things have been uh, difficult and, and challenging, and, you know, we're, we're focusing on, you know, the image of God in another, and we're not seeing 
how the Father is moving through the lives of another. Listen, you are not called to put your hope in man, but you're called to put your hope in Yahovah. But it doesn't mean we're not called to connect with others. So if the devil's told you you're written off and you can't connect, you can't work with others, I've got a word for you right now. You know, the Father is speaking. He is hearing your prayers. It's coming up before him as a memorial offering, as we see in uh, uh, Revelation chapter 8 as well. That memorial offering is so powerful. The nostrils of Yehovah. Ah, he is smelling the prayers of the saints. He is responding. And when we come together as the body and we are pressing in as the body, guess what's happening? It's a sweet fragrance that's coming up to the nostrils of Yehovah. You know, it's bringing to his attention. He is hearing the cries of his people. He is responding. Yes, he can step in. He can do it all. But he wants to participate with us. He wants to walk with us. So it's not that God doesn't care, but he wants us to be in unity. He wants us to be in fellowship. So here's Cornelius, glory, glory, hallelujah, with what's taking place in his life. You know, I've witnessed on a few occasions uh, angels showing up within my life, rescuing me, um, you know, and just, you know, saving my life, you know. Look, I've got so many stories, I never know where to start when it comes to testimonies. You know, but but what do we want to get to? You know, what's the word of Yehovah in this place? When we will remain in prayer and in faith, if we will just believe that when you are speaking prayers, when you are speaking uh, your 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 words before the Father, when you're committing your ways before him, just slow down. Slow down and recognize that the Father said, I'm hearing your prayers. They are coming up before me. And I'm responding to your prayers. And I'm going to bring transformation in your life. Now, what type of prayers should we be praying? Yeah, we're praying for our, our lives to be in order. We're praying for deliverance from the plans of the enemy. We're, play, we're praying to walk by faith and not by sight. But also we want to start changing our gears and starting to pray for the needs of others. And what I love about the whole thing of what happens at Cornelius' house and what we witness at Cornelius' house. And, you know, we, we can go through the story of Peter's vision and deal with food laws and stuff at a later date. And I've got teachings on this anyway. But I want to talk about what happens in the place of prayer. So if we skip down to verse 23, I know some of you are like, what? You know, come on, let's read the whole verse. Let's just go through this whole chapter. There's so much great stuff. Listen, there's great stuff. It's amazing, right? But, you know, what's taking place here uh, in chapter in verse 23, the next day Peter started out with them uh, and some of the brothers from Joppa went along and, and the following day he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. And what was he doing? You know, you know what did the, the what did the angels say? You know, send for Simon Peter, who's by the sea. Okay, call him. Uh, you know, to to come and see you. Right. Uh, now send men to Joppa, verse 5, 
and bring back a man named Simon called Peter. Okay? Uh, when the angel spoke to him uh, uh, to go... Uh, sorry. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants. So all he knows is, call this person. Call him. Bring him here. Tell him to come. And Cornelius wasn't like, oh, wow, this is amazing. This is all for me. It's all about me. It's about my faith. It's about my walk. Hallelujah. The angel came to me. The angel heard my prayers. The angel, uh, you know, said God accepted my offerings to the poor. My prayers, my offerings. They were a sweet fragrance, you know, memorial offering coming up before the nostrils of Yehovah. Oh, I'm so excited about me. I'm so excited about my faith. I'm so excited about my walk. This is not what we see in Cornelius. What do we see in Cornelius? We see someone who wants others to participate in the blessings of Yehovah. You know, I, I don't want to keep this to myself. And I want to ask you a question in your faith walk and, and in your devotion to Yehovah. Don't keep your faith to yourself. You know, spread your faith <laughs> to this generation. You know, my big poster I had on my wall uh, in my childhood. Don't keep faith in a jar. Spread it around. You know, you've got the picture of the, the knife in the jar and, and spreading faith onto your piece of bread, you know. Don't keep faith in a jar. Don't let faith be locked up in your life. In fact, we're releasing faith in our lives right now. Father, we want to be a testimony. We want to be a witness for the glory of Yehovah. Hallelujah. We want to be a testimony. So what does he do? He brings together uh, his friends. He brings together his relatives. And, you know, there's, there's quite a number that are gathered together. And when Peter shows up, he, you know, I love what he says. You know, talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large crowd of people. He said to them, you are well aware that it's against the law for Jews to associate with Gentiles. Well, it's not against the scripture. It's against the rabbinic. It's against the law of the Pharisees. Okay? Um, so I was sent, I came, and then, uh, what, did, uh, what did Cornelius, he says, well, you know, what has God told you to say? Where does it say that word? Um, uh, he said, uh, Cornelius answered, four days ago, I was in my house, verse 30, four days ago, I'm in my house praying at this hour at three in the afternoon. Suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, Elohim has heard your prayers and remembered your gifts to the poor. And, you know, he's telling them what to do. Uh, and then he ends and he says, So I sent for you immediately and it was good for you to come. Now we are all here in the presence of Elohim to listen to everything that Yehovah has commanded you to tell us. We are hungry. We want to hear and I'm not just coming on my own. I'm coming as the body. We're coming as the body. So, you know, look, you're not on your own. You might feel like, you know, what are you talking about? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what, you know, you don't live in my community. You don't live in my place. Listen, 
We break isolation in Yeshua's name. But we're tapping into the heavenly economy. We're tapping into the kingdom where there's no such thing as distance. We are together. We are sharing. We are right here, right now, walking in the freedom of Yehovah together in Yeshua's name. This is the hour to witness the manifestation of the Holy Spirit within our lives. And I want our prayer to count I want our walk to count. And as the Father comes and brings the blessings, and what's the blessings? The Word. The revelation is the blessings. What did the Father tell you to speak? We want to listen to everything that Yehovah has commanded you to tell us. We want to hear it. Share with us. And boy, is it a mighty outpouring. Do you think Peter was expecting this? You know, it was like, wow. Look at what's happening before us. You know, when Peter was still speaking in verse 44, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, came on all who heard the message. He came upon them. It was a transforming moment as the word was being spoken. And as we come together in the Spirit, as we come together and share, what are we looking for? We're looking for the Ruach HaKodesh to manifest in our presence and for His word to go forth. It doesn't matter what my preparation is. It doesn't matter what I think and where I think I'm meant to go. What's important is that we are led by the Ruach HaKodesh. And we walk in the unity of the body of Messiah. And if one part hurts, we all hurt. Together we stand, divided we fall. But as the assembly, we are, we're going to align ourselves together. This is the hour. This is the time. And, you know, this is a message that isolation has to stop in our minds limitations have to come off like that gentleman who got up and got dressed and he didn't even remember that he was sick. He didn't even know it had been so long his wife had been dressing him. He totally forgot his past because why? He is walking in the new. So we prophesy the release of the new over your lives today in Yeshua's name. So what are we doing? We are seeking to increase prayer around us. Will you make a pledge today to increase prayer around you? Are you involved in the Holy Spirit in every aspect of your life? Hallelujah. Well, listen, I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word that we are sharing. Um, Tomorrow we are going to have a devotional time as well. And straight after the devotional time, we're going to go in at 11.30 tomorrow evening, Israel time. We're going to go into... Uh, the Zoom call into our forum where we can spend time fellowship and, and praying and, and, and minister as the body. It's so vitally important that we have time to minister as the body. And you know I was on a prayer I was on a prayer call um, was it last night or was it today? I can't remember. There was a number of us from India and different countries praying today and um, I realized that no one was muting and we could just all flow and Excuse me, just flow in prayer and and it was good. Sometimes this mute off and on and stuff, it leaves all these breaks and things. And, you know, we just need to get together for corporate prayer and to minister as the body. And, you know, if we've got noises going on in the background, we can hit mute. But, you know, we want to flow. It's okay to have noise. We want to be an encouragement 
to the body of Yehovah. So I hope you've been encouraged with this word. I have certainly been encouraged. And look, as I am sharing this and teaching this, this is my lifestyle. Um, you know, how do we enter into the rest of Yehovah? You know, I was thinking about this this morning when uh, me and uh, Joey the Jack Russell, you know, went on a, a, a walk. And, you know, we went on a long walk. And we're down by the beach. And uh, the dog sees this really nice place to sit in the shade. You know, just nice little spot, beautiful view in the shade. So Joey, he just sits himself down, lies down, and he's like, oh, it's just so amazing. It's so, and this is the dog, you know? He's like, oh, I just love it. This is awesome. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, you know what? Just to go on a walk and to enter into the rest of Yehovah, to be in prayer, to be in meditation before him, to listen, uh, you know, to have uh, fresh revelation from the Holy Spirit. And all these things were happening to me as I was walking, I just was experiencing the blessing and the encouragement of Yahweh. It was amazing. It really was amazing. And there's, there's the dog just wants to sit down and chill out in the shade and in the heat of the day, you know. And it's pretty hot today. And, you know, I just thought, yeah, let's just take the moment. I don't need to drag the dog around, you know, a one and a half hour walk. You know, just chill out, relax. But as we walk, as we go... We enter into his rest. And, you know, what was the word I got? You know, get out and walk with Elohim. If you feel like you're all blocked up, if you feel like you're so overwhelmed with everything you're going through in yourself, then, you know, we need to take a walk in the presence of Yehovah. Just take a walk. It's so refreshing. It allows us to enter into his rest. You know, if you've got diversions and things that are trying to push you away, you know, just take a walk in the presence of Yehovah and enter into his rest. Okay, well, listen, guys, I want to thank you for joining with us. I think we've been about 45 minutes or an hour or I don't know how long we've been, but uh, I just feel that's what the Father has put on my heart to share tonight. I love and appreciate every one of you that are joining. Uh, if you look at the header we have here on YouTube and on Facebook, you can see the email address for myself. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Please share testimony, prayer requests, send them in. We take seriously what comes in and we, we labor over the prayer requests. You know, and it's it's a blessing to see the testimonies of the breakthroughs that's happening in so many people's lives. And this is what it's all about. It's about seeing the body of Messiah ministering to each other in the presence of Yehovah. So be encouraged. And uh, yeah, just give a shout out to, we've got Evelyn joining us as well. Good to see you, Evelyn. We've got Evan as well. Hi, brother. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Haley Russell. Yeah, I know who she is. Thanks for joining with us, hon. Good to see you. Uh, we've got B joining with us. We've got Sandy joining with us. And uh, Solomon as well. Um, hallelujah. Solomon says, <laughs> I've been this past week just speaking his word and ministering to the hungry. Well, wasn't that interesting? That the very point in the scripture where the Father just caused me to stop and pray for Solomon 
was when we were talking about Cornelius, when the angel of Yahovah said, your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering. And, and Solomon, you know, what's encouraging, I just believe at that moment, the Father is saying, what you are doing is a blessing for the kingdom. And you are special. You're an evangelist. You're called to minister the word of Yahovah. And we just bless you in Yeshua's name. We thank you for joining with us. Yeah, Evans in Toronto, Kansas. Yes, good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Keeping you in prayer as well. And thanks for sharing your testimony with me on email. Uh, that was a blessing to hear a report on what the Father's doing in your life. Hallelujah. All right. So look forward to seeing you tomorrow. So we're going to come on the live feed a little earlier so we can have a time of teach. Then we're going to move into the Zoom call. So uh, where is the Zoom call? Let me give you the link today, you know, for all you people that like to be extremely organized. Uh, let's put it here. Um, right, there's the, the link for the Zoom call tomorrow. 11.30 Israel time, so work that out in your time zone. Get on your uh, Google or your phone and work out what, what the time difference will be to wherever you are in the world. Um, so we'll probably come on at uh, quarter to 11 or thereabouts to do a 30-40 minute time where we will do a bit of a teach and then we're going to move into the Zoom call. So thanks for joining with us. Sandy, good to see you. Love and appreciate you. Uh, thanks for joining with us. Blessing to hear your voice on the, the call the other day. Um, that's awesome. Uh, okay, Evan, I'm just going to copy. I've just copied your number there. If you just delete your comments so it's not going out on the feed, that's fine. I've just got a copy of your number. I will call you. Um, I'll just make note of that privately so I've got that. Uh, as he tries to do it. Where did it go? Okay. Okay. Okay, I haven't got that sorted. Hallelujah. All right. Well, have a blessed day. We've got Paul in Nigeria as well. Shalom, shalom. Thanks for joining with us, Paul. Good to see you. Um, hope you're encouraged with the word tonight. And remember... Share it with others. If you're blessed and encouraged with what the Father's doing in this series, then share it, you know? Just share it with others because it is so good, uh, you know, to get to that place where we can minister the love of Yeshua to others. And if you want to give to the ministry and support the things that we're doing, you'll find the link uh, in the description as well on where you can go on bulldozerfaith.com and give to the ministry. And keep us in prayer at this time. You know, with everything that's going on right now, you know, we are walking in the miraculous. You know, talk about being out of fuel and still driving forward. That's where our ministry is right now. And the Father is awesome. You know, it's miraculous. And, you know, I am blessed and excited at what the Father is doing because he makes a way when there is no way. So be blessed and encouraged and uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yahovah bless. Hallelujah.